This episode of the Scrub Zone Cycling Podcast is brought to you by Trouble North Company. Trouble North is an American streetwear brand supporting equality amongst athletes, especially with women. Most of their apparel is made out of their Wisconsin shop right here in the United States of America. Use the discount code SCRUBZONE, all caps, no spaces, to get 20% off of your next order. I'm here with my co-hosts, Michael Martin and Kenny McNeil, and welcome to the Scrub Zone Cycling Podcast. Do we have intro music? <laughs> yeah, I put it oh, in the post. <laughs> fire. Okay, so um, a lot happened. A lot happened in the past couple weeks. Uh, we were, well, some of us were away. I was away. I think Kenny was away for a bit. I don't know what Mike was doing. I don't leave Boston. But we were t- <laughs> it was, it's kind of like the, you, you know that thing? It hap- I think she was a journalist or something. She went to Africa and like tweeted something like super un PC. Oh, yeah, yeah. And she like went up in the plane and landed and discovered that she was like an internet fucking. She went super viral in a terrible way and lost yeah. her job and whatever. So we kind of feel like that. We didn't do anything super un PC, but at the same it's time, been a like, fire a couple weeks. It's been a fire a couple weeks in our little lives. And I've been out of, I haven't, this is the first podcast I've done since the infamous Sam Rosenholtz podcast that never aired. That's true. Mikey in went into retirement <laughs> after, um, <laughs> after the eight beer podcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Took a short break. <laughs> I'm but back in the game. He's back. He's his first time in the, in the studio. Yeah. When I left this, I was just like eating peanut butter filled pretzels in Carlos <laughs> living room. And now here we are. Here we are. So, um, Mike, what are we talking about today? Oh, we got a big day. I think we're going to start off with a little bit of Velocio team camp moving into Spain, the Spain trip, and then what's become known as Domain Gate. I'm sure no one's heard of that. <laughs> and then maybe a little road season preview for uh, collegiate season starts this weekend. So it's going to be fire. We're also going to talk a little bit about Grant's tomb, which I was not, oh, but yeah. Mikey was at. Um, yeah. All right, so Velocio team camp. Kenny is our resident Velocio team member. Kenny, why don't you tell us a bit about that? Um, so it was uh, in wait, Vermont. Why don't, wait, why don't you tell us what Velocio is? Oh, yeah. Give us a background. Uh, well, the team. they made some fire bibs. I've been using them all week. Zero taint stores. Um, but uh, it is a cycling team that... Um, Hopefully, is going to do quite well this year in New England. A bunch of um, quite quick people. I'm definitely uh, going to be existing in the scrub zone of the team. <laughs> I heard there's a. Uh, I heard there's some inner team competition to not be the slowest one. Is that yeah. true? Definitely. I saw Preston on the road, and he absolutely took the opportunity to squat me. He's been training all winter, and he just half wheeled the shit at me for about an hour. And then, so he's uh, been training with Brian Alba. Dead. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> classic Brian Alba just wants to go about half a mile an hour faster than whatever person next to him is doing. Um, but so yeah, uh, we had a training camp in Vermont. Obviously, you head north in the winter if you want to get some good miles in. And 
it was uh, pretty, just getting to the house was buck wild. It was like, dude, the minivan was at least 45 degrees on the road at one point. Uh, <laughs> it was like this dirt road with these trenches. I was getting a little bottom-out action. Like, the stone go seating really doesn't allow so much clearance for the vehicle. Um, and we went up. There's like this steep driveway. So definitely had it pretty pinned, but got up to the house. Uh, and then it was a pretty heavenly beer scenario. Uh, just tons of lamplighter, which is pretty delicious. Uh, also some Treehouse, which was nice, uh, and a few of these main beers. I can't really remember. I think Firestone or something like that. Fire something. Is there any naked and nervous beer? I did. I brought it. Keith had a sip and was like, this stuff's fucking shit, lad. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, So, yeah, we're back to the the work But they were very, they were huge fans of the beer clip. for those of you that don't know, I'm developing a product. It clips onto your belt so you can have hands-free fun while also carrying a beverage, such as a natural ice. Um, so, yeah, anyway, road Saturday. <laughs> Sunday is where the real fun starts. So it was it like snowed or it was raining or something. I don't know. Not rideable weather. Uh, so we're like, oh, what, what can we do? Well, we could do like a ping-pong tournament or we go off-roading. We have two four-door Jeeps. Like, we'll be fine. The Jeeps, although they looked identical, both red, were very different. Um, Benz was built for off-roading. Had some, like, monster fucking tires on it. Uh, Kerbos was less so. It was more of a mass commuter Jeep. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it could handle, like, the toughest of Boston potholes. But I would not say it was built for off-roading. Um, so we quickly uh, started escalating the off-roading to a point that we uh, were at a point of no return, uh, I would say. We're just sending down a slippery slope. We get stuck once. We're, like, pushing it out. Um, next thing you know, we are fully stuck the second time. Just absolutely, which on like, this downward-sloping muck river uh, pointed off of the road, slowly drifting towards a tree. And uh, we really don't know how we're going to get out. You know, I do have triple A. I am a platinum <laughs> member, but I, <laughs> I did not think they would come get us out of the woods. <laughs> Luckily, these two Vermont boys, like we're talking true Vermonters. They're wearing like three layers of flannel. They have like their hunting dogs next to them. They're in like gators with fucking chains. They have chainsaw, gun, like all this good stuff in the back. And they come up and they're like, what you city boys doing out here? What are them red letters on your license plate? Like, clear, like, they know that we're just, and they're, like, asking if we have anything. They're like, got any chains, chainsaw, chains, uh, like, winter tires, chains. I couldn't tell if he was, like, trolling with the chains thing or if it was, like, a dodgeball-esque, like, dodge, dip, duck, dive, dodge. Like, I couldn't tell who the <laughs> joke was being played on in the scenario. Anyway, they absolutely saved us. Like, I, I am just deep in frostbite at this point, praying to get out of here. I have, like, dress shoes on and a single sweatshirt. Uh, and we've been out in the woods for, like, two hours. And they just, like, fucking tow the Jeep backwards. They cut down a tree that's in the way. They call up their buddy Gary to open up some gate for us. And then psh, we exit the woods on our way. Kerbo's Jeep, I think it was fine. Maybe, you know, could use a little little wax buff. You know, wax on, wax off, karate kid style would probably do it a good good number. But uh yeah, it was a good great team bonding experience. 
most of us were just covered. Ben was absolutely slaughtered in mud. It just looked like he dove in a pile of poop. Like, because the tires were spinning backwards and he's trying <laughs> to push it uphill. It's just like digging into the ground, just spewing mud up into your face. Um, so, yeah, but, you know, made it out, uh, and it was, uh, it was pretty good. So that was kind of, I'd say, one of the highlights of the team camp. Um, Did you guys uh, yeah. ride any bikes, or was it just team bonding? The first day we rode, we rode like 70 miles or something like that. Um, this like there the- was, uh, Cox got like four flats in a row. At one point, we would just stop for half an hour. It was it was pretty atrocious. It was all uh, Mike Morse. He gave him a booby trapped bike, from my understanding. <laughs> so this is like the amateur equivalent of all the pro team training camps, like December when they just yeah, go and swim with dolphins. Kilimanjaro. Yeah, this is like off roading and getting stuck is basically just like budget Kilimanjaro. Um, so instead so yeah, of kissing you know, dolphins, you kissed like deers. Uh, I kissed mud, like <laughs> snow, frostbite. I, I ate so much food once we got out. I kissed him some delicious cheesy tomato soup. Mm. It was nice. Damn, I remember when you were vegan. Yeah, I do too. I might try. So I've, I've been thinking about it. I think I might try to give up alcohol and dairy for oh. a short time. I feel like those are the biggest sources of empty calories in my life. I gave up fifty uh, percent of those. I'm yeah. uh, actually day four vegan here. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Say for vegan chiming in. Um, are you are obnoxious about it yet? I'm a veteran, actually. Uh, I've been doing it for a long time. Um, <laughs> it's required a lot of concentration, and uh, I really committed. But I'm here. So one could say that you eat plants, not butchered animals. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm. Uh, so actually, spicy. Plants. A little segue from that is our second topic today which i'm probably going to remain mostly silent on out of respect for several parties but because of the little craze it created we feel a little (laughs) obligated to discuss it um it's it's what's known as hashtag domain gate and mikey why don't you explain how it started so it was an average tuesday i think it was a tuesday woke up at 5 a.m to get ready for my Roller ride. So that usually turns into bullshitting on the internet for an hour and a half and then deciding I kind of don't want to train. But I noticed a little Instagram post with a reference to butcherboxprocycling.com. I was surprised by two aspects of that. One of those is how a local team suddenly became a pro team, but I let that one roll. And I was like, I'll check out the website. I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. So I go to butcherboxprocycling.com and no website, no domain. So I go to godaddy.com. No one owned the domain. Encouraged and funded by a third party who will remain nameless, because I don't have fifteen dollars to blow. I purchased the domain name, which I thought was funny enough. I was like, "Cool," but then it hit me that we could really do some damage and just blow the spot up, and redirected it to GLV's website. So anytime anyone visited ButcherBoxProCycling.com, they got sent straight to GLV's website. I thought it was GOV Velo. I thought it was funny, harmless. I registered the domain with Scrubzone as the name and my own address. So I figured it was relatively obvious who did it. But it was up for like a week. People knew about it. New England Cycling expert tweeted about it. It was a pretty, the joke had kind of had like a mini peak and then died out. And I was a little disappointed. I was like, this is supposed to be a bigger deal. But you know what? I'm pretty sure GLV knew, like AJ knew, right? And it wasn't too big of a deal. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. They thought it was like, funny they're just getting more people going to their website 
and then Butcher Box Amateur Pro Cycling found out about it, <laughs> and shit blew up real fast. So my Monday mornings are basically like four hours straight of meetings. So I didn't see any of this. I come out of this meeting, and like I, I was presenting for like two hours. So I was tired, over it, just wanted to chill, look at my phone, like 100 notifications. I've got lawsuit threats, phone calls, Facebook calls. I didn't even know you could call people through Facebook, but it happened. All this stuff, I had no idea what went on. Apparently, not everybody found the joke funny and decided that lawsuits were the most obvious solution to that. At which point, I promptly canceled the domain, and it's now stuck in GoDaddy Purgatory, and no one can own it. So, Is it still stuck in Purgatory? Yeah, I check it like every day. <laughs> yeah, I do too. <laughs> <laughs> so this is this is also quite a surprise to me because I also didn't. Oh, I'll make a little disclaimer and a preface that I mean, like, no respect to the guys on Disre- ButcherBot. Disrespect. Shit. You yeah, I mean, no respect. <laughs> no, <laughs> you give respect. No disrespect. Yeah, no yeah. disrespect. Like, yeah, yeah, no, but also no dis. Like, I thought it would be funny, and like we're all in this sport for fun, and we're all generally friendly. And, like, if anybody had asked me to change it back, I would have changed it back immediately. Like, the whole – it was not meant to be nefarious. It was meant to be, like, haha, that was funny. And that, that was my thought, too. I was like, oh, okay, new team. Like, let's – like, you got to bat with the other teams. If, if, it, if it had been B2C2 redirected to GLV, I'm sure everyone would have found it, like, hilarious and would have been like, haha, okay, let's change it now. You know? Yeah. Um, but this was a little crazy. I was out riding my bike in Spain because – that's what we do, apparently. Um, for, like, I think four or five hours, I had no phone service. As soon as I walk into the house, my phone just, like, continuously vibrates. <laughs> and I think the actual number of notifications, I think, was 96. Um, several from Slack, several from Facebook, several, like, texts, several missed calls. And, yeah, it was pretty crazy. Um it was all dealt with, and I think everybody's sort of on the same page right now, but it was a little bit, uh, I think it was confusing for everyone. Definitely, I think I take some responsibility for that. I think Mike takes some responsibility for that. Mostly me. Mostly Mike. Gonna, I kind of actually, I feel bad. I feel like you took a lot of the heat, Carla. I did which take is a lot of the heat. ironic because you were involved in none of it. Maybe I shouldn't have used Scrub Zone as the name, but I don't want to use my name. The argument I got from the team was like, you're a representative of the team, like, why didn't you tell us earlier? Um, And I guess, and my response to that was like, I just didn't really think it was a big deal. I guess it would have been a big deal if it had been redirected to like something worse. Yeah. You know? But also, wait, not to say that I know things that are posted in your Slack, but wasn't your team made aware of this like days before it kind of blew up? I recall someone trying to bring it to your team's attention. Um, no. I mean, is no one on your team on Twitter? I think there might have been... I think it's just that the leadership didn't know until a while yeah. later. It's pretty out and open. They were too busy, like, butchering the animals. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, I, again, I don't mean any disrespect to those guys. It, it kind of feels cheap for me to discuss this right now, seeing as I just left the team. Um, not because of Domain Gate, but for some other reasons. But um, I think we feel a little obligated to discuss yeah. it because I think it's the most exciting thing that has happened in local <laughs> cycling for a so, while. Cyclists get real bored over the winter. 
what was what was the increase in uh, traffic through our website? And wasn't there? Or what, 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 you were showing me some statistics of increase in traffic. Was it GLVs? No. So uh, I poked through like our analytics of like our Twitter page and stuff, and it was insane. I think it was like two thousand percent performance. <laughs> That's right. PR scandals coming at you bi-weekly, folks. I did it for the game, dude. And I was, I was like. It was so funny because I was both like cr- like laughing and freaking out. I was like furiously typing away at my computer like in the middle of fucking nowhere in Spain. And I was like, dude, this is my first PR crisis. This is so exciting. I mean, Kim Kardashian <laughs> didn't get famous by not having PR crises. That's so. true. I mean, like uh, sometimes you got to play the game. Take one for the team. Yeah. We're not saying we're trying to be shit disturbers, but I think that was a little side effect of what happened. Yeah. You know, on the same and note, then, people just seem kind of soft. Like, I don't know. I feel like the, the joke should have just been a joke. Well, very uptight. I had to moderate some tweets coming from our account. <laughs> there was a lot of tweets got deleted. A lot of tweets got deleted. Yeah, also deleted Tweetgate. That was a thing. Yeah. I was... Someone, I was reached out by multiple people to make a public apology, and I kind of just nutted up and was like, "Okay, I don't, I just don't want like this to complicate my life anymore. I'll write the apology." But one of these two or three motherfuckers goes <laughs> ahead and deletes the apology. You deleted my first apology, though. That was not an apology. It was. A... I deleted all the apologies <laughs> I saw. That might have been Kenny. I wasn't sorry. What do I? I don't. I mean, I guess I'm sorry that people took it wrongly, but it was like. Yeah, it was a fair played prank. Like prank wars are fun. It's it's a a fair played prank, and the argument I got as well is that like sometimes you don't mess. Like the argument was, it was a practical joke, and it didn't do that much damage. But then there's also the perspective of like the sponsors and business. But what I said to that is like I don't think there's actual any malice in a little redirect. And also my response to that is like promoting a website that you don't that doesn't exist is almost looks just as bad to the sponsors. Like if, if you're going to worry about like presenting yourself poorly to your sponsors, then maybe you shouldn't promote websites that don't exist. Like that's such a simple thing to not overlook. It's not, yeah. Like I would feel bad if I like hacked into their thing and redirected it. Like that would have been malicious. Like this was just a hundred percent oversight on their part. That's true. That's true. But we love you, Butcher Box. Look forward yeah. to racing against you. No malice. Year. Please don't put me in a curb. I would appreciate that. I'm pretty small. Yeah. AJ and I hugged uh, it out at the Velocio party. So did I you? I think we're okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The Velocio party was lit. That was fun. Wait. Before yeah. that, we're going to take a short break. Feeling it right. Everybody will be dancing and we're feeling it right. Everybody will be dancing and be feeling it right. Everybody will be dancing and we're feeling it right. Everybody will be dancing tonight, doing it right. Everybody will be dancing and we're feeling it right. Everybody will be dancing and be feeling it right. We're back. Everybody we're back. Carlo picked up his package. <laughs> we're dialed. My delivery. My delicio. Two, two cheeseburgers. Day four, the vegan. <laughs> I cracked, guys. <laughs> um, so, uh, good old New England party went down at Lamplighter. Um, pretty sweet. Sponsor. We they had a good sponsor. amount of people there. They should sponsor the pod, Lamplighter. We should work on that. It'd be sick. Dude, that back room, they have this new the, back room. Yeah. It's awesome. We could do a live podcast bring your own food recording and stuff there. there. I had a friend bring a whole plate of mac and cheese. That was... 
the best thing that wow. ever happened. Like on a plate, yeah. they just walked down the street with. They the brought plate. they brought a full tin of it, and then they brought uh, plates and forks. Five. She was just shoveling it out, and I was like, "Hell yes, give me a square." Um. So anyway, dude, that sounds had, fucking amazing. Yeah, it was. It was all. It was kind of like a crunchy baked mac and cheese. Like you can almost pick it up yeah. with your hands and just bite into it. Carlo, we should go. That sounds so good. My day four vegan. No, no, no. Is we hurting. should go to Veggie Galaxy. Oh yeah, what it's in that? Central. Yeah, I'd go it's there. Super good. What was that place we went to in Chicago? Veggie something. Oh, the Veggie Thai place. That was dank. We vegan Palace. We, we got to go back there. Yeah, I can't wait for Intelligentsia. I know. It's gonna be so fun. We have to some money. figure out. We should start thinking. Start an email chain. Anyway, I have to figure out if I can not work. Fuchs off, Kenny. Yeah, Fuchs off. Kenny. Aren't you leaving for school in the fall anyway? Just quit your job. That's what I did last year. Yeah, but I kind of like like this whole steady income thing. It's like yeah, wildly convenient. Yeah, um, that is pretty convenient. Uh, Anyways, um, Veloci yeah, party. Yeah. Anyway, gave away. I think we we had like fifty drink coupons for the first fifty people, and they all ended up going. So we had at least 50 most of them to me. That weren't, what? <laughs> most of them to me. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was it was a good time. Some good beer. That that bunnies. They have this beer called Rabbit Rabbit. I was definitely sipping on the bunnies, which is like the single IPA version of it, which I thought was pretty dank. I, um, I was going with the. I can't remember. It's like darker. Werewolves of. No, no, no. It's an ale. I don't know, but it's good. I mean, pretty much everything they make is good. So yeah, it's a good spot. Uh, yeah, people getting flights. It was good, but yeah. Anyway, good time. Hopefully, we can do something like that again. Anyway, on to the next subject. Wait, wait, Carlo. wait! I want to tell a story from the party. Oh yeah. Oh. So I was <clears throat> just chatting with someone and kind of looking around, observing the scene, and I see. I think it was you, Kenny. You were talking to this like white male with like a scarf, pretty aesthetic, like clean cut dude, and I was like, huh, whoa. Max Nagel drove all the way from New Hampshire to this party. Like, in my head. I didn't, say, I didn't say this to anybody. And then I keep talking, and then, like, 20 minutes later, Mike Morse is like, so, Corey Small looks just like Max Nagel, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and I was, my, my world was shook. I was like, wait, that's not Max Nagel. They're both pretty lean individuals. Yeah, really, I felt like I was Very being dainty. fooled. Guys, I'm getting yeah, so dainty. I'm not. It was good to talk to Cultivating Corey. Mass. I've never met him. I haven't seen him in forever. He's just been getting absolutely wrecked by his job, from my understanding. It sucks. It's not worth it. He works pretty much every Saturday, I think. Yikes. God's Day, he gets Rip. off. God's Day. God's Plan. I love that song. It's a great song. But also, I think that we need to... I think the New England cycling community should do more things like that. Because... It's, it's fun hanging out with people. Yeah, it's fun hanging out with people away from a bike race. Definitely. I think that's, you know, foster we the make that uh, community growth. I'm just going to start making out. Facebook events this summer and inviting the entire New England cycling community. Yo, well, isn't, there is a Facebook event coming up, right? For Mikey's birthday, I believe all of New England cycling is invited to Lucky's Lounge in the seaport. Wait, did I actually did I invite you? Because I made the event, and I was like inviting people. And I, was like, I haven't I, been invited from the event, but I okay. was invited in person when the idea was Oh, no, 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 yeah, it's happening. I made the event today. I didn't invite anyone, though, but I just, like, drafted. So everybody drafted who races bikes in New England is invited to Lucky's. Yeah, March yeah. 31st is going to be a great day. We have Ninegrit during the day, the best race in New England. <laughs> Second only to Greenfield. Oh, I hate Ninegrit. Speaking of Ninegrit, um, we're in the process of forging the actual rules to this, but 
we are making the official Scrub Zone Ninigrit Omnium with some rules. It's not just about winning. There's some some pretty whack things in there, so stay tuned for that. We're going to film something with Kenny, um, and that'll come out sooner or later. Hot content. Hot Hope, content. Hopefully before the first Ninigrit. Yeah, not likely. So we're not assigning points <laughs> after the fact. Retrospectively Retros- assigning points. <laughs> so is that retrospective? <laughs> I think retroactive is the word you're looking for. Retroactively applied. No, that's from the fucking upgrade thing. Remember that? <laughs> oh, yeah. Retro- <laughs> upgrade gate. <laughs> the 200 tweet thread about upgrade rules that didn't change. Yeah, for those that don't know, fucking fake news Matt that Urschel, Urschel. <laughs> tweets out a bunch of alleged changes to USAC rules. Every cat three in the fucking world freaks the fuck out because they all know they finished. We've all finished fucking 33rd place. In a one, two, three, somewhere, and apparently the rule proposed that um, you'd only count the people in your category for your field. This was absolutely fake news, but only determined like five hours later by JD. In the meanwhile, there were 223 replies to fucking Urchel and Cole. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, like four people had been like, so is this retroactive? And then I said it. Yeah. And then now it was that a we're joke. talking but, about it, it's really not funny. But I th- I'm pretty sure JD saw that in the morning and was like, oh, this is good. I'm going to let this one simmer all day. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait to deny all these requests. <laughs> um, I was almost yeah. a cat too once. <laughs> yeah, wait, okay, we're running out of time. Back, back. All right. Focus content. Carlo, how is Spain this year? Toro Racers. Toro Racers. Sponsored by Easton Chainings. Sponsored by Easton Chainings. I mean, it was cool. Uh, it was great. I mean, uh, rode a shit ton, hung out, ate lots. Um, there was kind of an unfortunate thing that our apartment ended up being literally on, like, I don't exaggerate this, on top of a nightclub. So there was the sounds of raves like every night except for Monday night. I had earplugs. I was fine, but the other guys weren't too happy about that. That sounds ideal. I don't understand. I, it was ideal if you wanted to go out. I w- I'm kind of sad because I didn't get to get shit-faced. Every time the boys wanted to rally, I was asleep. Wow. Yeah. Um, but it did rain for a lot of the time, which was not ideal because I also ate shit on a descent. Rest in peace, my rear derailleur. I heard a few people went down. Yeah, well, in the whole span, I think Sam crashed, um, Taylor crashed, I crashed, Kristen, Kristen crashed, I think as well. I think, yeah, Arnold, Reuter? Kristen yeah. Arnold, right? No, Taylor's girlfriend. Kristen. Oh, I was going to say, she wasn't even with you guys. I don't think no, that counts. Yeah. Um, Rip. Yeah, it was cool. It was fun. There wasn't really much to talk about except... Uh, Wow, that's uh, some banger content. (laughs) There's not a lot of content. Anyways, moving on. Um, We also had one of the first races. I think the first race for a lot of people was Grant's Tomb Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. in New York. Um, Looking briefly over the results for the elite women. Um, That was won by Masha Schneider. 
of E2 value. I don't know who that is. I didn't watch either Elite Race in case you want me to like. That's a CRCA team, right? Yeah. Is that the E2CV blue? Something. Yeah, definitely dark blue kit. Yeah. Yeah. In the women, Cat 2-3, that was won by Dory Bucket Hall of NSMI Racing. Don't know that either. Um, Meredith Moran, whom we know, finished sixth place. Pretty good. Ooh, that's pretty solid. Yeah. She's got some crazy new bike. I heard it's awesome. Oh, damn. Really? That lawyer money. I think she's got, like, swerfs, swerfs on swerfs. <laughs> swerfs on swerfs. peeled off DI2 to put on wow. E-Tap. Fire. Gotta stay sponsor correct. <laughs> Yeah. For the men's cat three four race, uh, good friend of the pod, um, Andrew Goodall, won that. I think it's Goodale. Well, now it's Goodall. <laughs> Shout out to him for winning Reuter? his last for winning the last two races he's done. Yeah, it's a pretty yeah. good streak. What was the last race? GMSR. Oh yeah, the crit boy just no. goes win to win. Didn't he win the crit? No, 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 no. That was um, what's his face? The other guy. Oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> the other CF kid. Yeah, Alec Cunningham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What did Goodall win? Didn't he win something? Goodall won um, Fitchburg? Fitchburg, which is pretty epic. So that's pretty much like winning his he's last on, two. Nothing happens after Fitchburg. Yeah, that's true. He's on Butcher Box this year. He correct? is on Butcher Box this year. Um, two threes, uh, the next name I Jay recognize. Jay got second. Yeah. In the two threes. In the two threes, yeah, yeah. 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 The two three, wait. The two three race was, so I'm relatively out of shape this year, and I doubled up in the three four and the two three. With, like, a couple laps going to 2-3, I'm dying. I'm practically getting dropped. And, like, I've been racing long enough that generally I don't get dropped in a pretty standard crit, but I am just balls out, absolutely destroyed. And then Ken Grime rolls up to me, and he's pretty fit right now, and was like, this is so hard. And that was just the nicest thing anyone said to me all day because I was dying, and I was really <laughs> grateful that it was just legitimately hard. You're like, ideal. Time to pull the shoot. No, I finished, but I was just destroyed almost didn't finish and then for the men's elite um there was first place finisher was scott savory of um lupus racing which is now cannondale jameson yeah it's whatever jameson <laughs> i don't think it's cannondale jameson <laughs> i saw i saw some picks final lap flyer by cole and aj of glb velo being chased down by the one and only Dom Cayazzo. Oh, Ooh, damn. Fire. Dude, fire. I saw his fucking suffering in the background. Nice. Homeboy was bringing it back for his teammate. Wow, so GLV had two leadouts that ended half a lap early that day. Yeah, I think I, I, I heard rumor that one lasted till corner one, but could be fake. <laughs> well, in, in the 3-4, there's video of this. Dan Fitzgibbons got on the front, gave what was looking to be the most fire leadout ever to Nick Huber. And he made it until, if you've ever done that race, the right-hander before you go downhill. He made it right about yep. there and then pulled the plug. And Huber was Stop. second wheel. I was just like, well, what do I do now? Sounds like something I would do. Code red, code red. Yeah, code red. Code red. He still got sixth, though, which is a lot better than I did. So, We had Glenn Ferreira finishing fifth. Oof. Hashtag GF. Um, he looked arrow. I saw him warming up on the rollers. He's dialed right now. He is dialed. Was he peeing in a cup? No, he was throwing up, not peeing. He was throwing up? No, I don't know. Someone made that joke. Oh. I don't think he actually was. He always has those, like, uh, Velotos, like, the short ones. Really? I didn't even yeah. know they made those short ones. Those are so ones. dumb. Those are, like, ankle socks for biking. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> or no socks. Shout out. Shout out. Matt Schaefer. <laughs> Shout out Tri Life. He had hey, socks on at Grand Sioux, actually. So, well, how was the weather? Was was it, Did the storm come? What, what was going well, on there? It snowed during the week, but I think they, Matt Urschel DM'd me and told me, 
assured me it didn't snow at all and it all melted. So that's why I went. Um, so there really wasn't any snow. But as is always the case with Grand Snoop, it's like 20 degrees colder at that venue than it is everywhere else in the world. Like I looked at my phone and it was like 40 degrees. And I'm like, oh, that's not bad. Like throw some leg warmers on, a little thermal base layer jammer. You're, you're golden. You get up there next to that river, the wind is just slapping. It's like 15 <laughs> degrees colder. You're, I, mistakes were made in the kits. I had my thermal skin suit. I looked at it, and I put it back in the race bag, and that was the worst mistake I've ever made. Not really. But nice. it was cold. But it wasn't snowing. It wasn't raining. It wasn't, like, that cold. Um, I would say above average weather for Grant's tomb. So, yeah, I don't think we have much more to say about that. Um, it was cool. Yeah, I was stoked to miss it. Stoked to miss it. Was it was fun, though. That's such a fun course. I've never done Grand Uh I forgot to take my – I rode there from Brooklyn, which is – okay, I guess I'm biased. I live in Boston where everything is like five miles apart. New York City's huge. It took like an hour to ride there from another part of the city. Oh, yeah. New York, yeah. Gigantic. Yeah. But uh, I rode there. I forgot to take my saddlebag and my frame pump off. Which was that's embarrassing. Every time I see that, I'm like, Ugh. yeah. And Mark from King Cog was like, "Hey, is that uh like an accident? Or are you just trying to be cool?" And I was like, "You race with them too, dude? It was an accident. I like didn't notice I, until halfway through the race, and someone pointed it out. What? An uphill time trial at Army with two full bottles. <laughs> Fucking dumbass move. <laughs> it's like a ten minute uphill time trial. I don't know why I would." I don't even drink two bottles over two hours. That yeah, Kenny, you don't drink or eat on the bike. Rest in peace, the Army race weekend. <sighs> Rest in peace. Speaking of that... Well, I am devastated. Speaking of that, um, we've already talked about this, but I'm just, like, continually bummed at how fucking soft these road races coming up are for collegiate. I think the only... I think they're doing the UNH road race, which is good. I bet UConn will be hard. Knowing, like, the area around UConn... That, I is bet Shippensburg that... still happening this year? Shippensburg's hard. I think Shippensburg is happening. Dude, Shippensburg is a slot. It's exposed, and then as soon as you get out of the wind, you got horse killer road kicking in the dip. Oh, sick. You're... Okay, I've never done that one. It's hard. I'm not doing it. But also... Ryan Alba walked up the hill last <laughs> <laughs> Well, he's, he's clocking in 20 pounds heavier this season, so we'll see what happens. He's definitely going to be faster. Brian Alba is dangerously fast this year. To quote him, I am basically Ben Wolf. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 180 pounds. I'm basically Ben Wolf. Um, but also... For the Champs Road Race, we're back in War- Warwick, Warwick, Mass, Warwick, Mass, with that dank dirt climb. So that's gonna be pretty sweet. Oh, really? That's the dirt climb yeah. one. Yeah. Oh, I do love me a little gravel road. But all that being said, I'm still pissed off that Army of all fucking races was replaced by the fucking New York race. Yeah. And Penn garbage. State, no Penn State, no Penn State. It either. can't be an E Triple C season without Penn State. Yeah, without Black Mo. And. The frat row, whatever it's called, crit. Yeah, that that's crit also is, my favorite crit. That was the best video you ever made. I thought your content was pretty questionable until that video. And I was like, oh, boys got that, that was definitely breakthrough. Especially breakthrough the, the hashtag GF clip at the end was pretty peak. <laughs> Turn your frown upside down. <laughs> <laughs> I did a little trolling there. Um, but but hey, Kenny, we're going to miss you. Yeah. But I'm gonna you, have to make a guest appearance. I feel like they'd let me race. Oh, definitely. Just talk to. Tim. Well, dude, UConn has. Oh no, it's just three four. Never mind. You should downgrade and race the UConn three four crit. Right. 
Dude, why don't you come to Philly this weekend and race the one two threes? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm still in Florida this weekend. Yeah, Philly's on the way home from Florida. I don't really understand. I am doing the night flight, flying from like 11 to 2 a.m. on Sunday, really milking my time in the warmth. Do you think you're gonna make a little collegiate cycling comeback next year as a law student? I'm definitely am. I don't know what region it will be in. Oh. Yeah, what's the... Can we talk about that? Or are you trying to keep that on the DLDL? I mean, we can talk about it. Um, I'm still waiting like? to hear from uh, BU, UPenn, Georgetown. Um, and then got the kibosh from Berkeley. And I got into Colorado and Washington. So I'm actually, I'm heading out to Fire. visit Seattle the first weekend in April. Or... Maybe first weekend, I go like the fifth or the eighth. Dude, flights two fifty round trip direct. Nice. I couldn't believe it. Nice, but uh, yeah, yeah, we're gonna so, have to do a lot of remote. Are we still gonna podcast next year if Kenny and I are both gone? Yeah, we'll do some shenanigans. Right. We'll do some remote. I'm gonna be. I'll report live from the Atlanta track. Oh, dude, we can. I we can each talk about our collegiate conference. It'll be. Oh, dialed. that'll be dialed. If anyone, if we have any fans amongst the four people who listen who live in Atlanta. Hit me up. Um, just to close. Yo, did I tell you guys somebody recognized me at a cafe by my voice? Get the fuck out. <laughs> no fucking They were way. definitely a cyclist, right? Like, who was it? Yeah, a cyclist in Concord. They're like, I was like, I'm sorry, I don't know you. He's like, oh, I recognize your voice in the podcast. I fucking <laughs> almost dropped to my knees. I was just like, I couldn't believe it. Who, I was so honored. Who was, was like, it? God bless, man. I, I don't know. You don't even remember their name? That's so disrespectful. No, yeah, I was so taken back. I was so stoked with myself. I wasn't going to pay attention. This, hap- this oh happened to me a ride. God. One of the community guys, I think, I want to say his name's Ben. If that's wrong, I'm sorry. He recognized me on a ride. I was like, oh, love the podcast. Guys, we've <laughs> really made it. Our 150 Our listener base. 200 listeners. This is why I had to get back on the podcast. I knew we were on the brink of making it big. I had to be here. For, I didn't want you guys getting famous without me. We are making. Like, I already Facebook didn't. Facebook starts blowing up. You sneak back in. I already didn't get a goddamn hat. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I love my fat panel. No one roasted me. Anyways, just to close out, what what are the races coming up for the non collegiate people? What what's what's on tap? In two weeks, Saturday, Palmer, new race. It's around a racetrack. Apparently, there's two ways. Is that that r- Monson? What's Mon- when's Monson? Uh, Monson's in a couple weeks. Yeah, but Palmer. Apparently, you can either run it with a steep uphill and then a gradual downhill or a gradual uphill, steep downhill. CCB just threw caution to the wind, steep downhill into the finish. They saw that that worked out so well for Ki- for Killington that they were like, Dude, we're going to replicate that model. Dude, I missed that KSR finish. That thing was awesome. <laughs> no, it was it just wasn't. fucking chaos. Yo, speaking of the Velotuler series, fucking, they softened Quabbin to 76 miles instead of the 120 for the elite field. It's I'm made. kind of buttered. I like a long death march. Have it's you ever seen workout? Carlo, have you ever even done Quabbin? No, but you were in no position. I feel like that's a staple, though. No, it switched. Like last year was the first year they did it. I think. Oh, it's usually it's and not. Dub- well, it used to. Well, forever it was double, and then they went to soft yeah. mode, and they sent it back to hard body last year. I mean, that's a lot. That is a lot. One twenty is a lot. There's some long. Like, isn't how long is uh. Or was Tokenake rip in peace? I think it's sub <laughs> 100. Is it definitely not happening this year? I don't know. I You are a resident expert on it. This is my favorite race. I, I guess rip in peace are bodies, but I'm not sure about the yeah. race yet. I don't go uphill anymore. I retire. Hilltown should be back this year. That's a that's like towns. 96 or something, or 
You're 96 yeah. with 8,600 feet of climbing or the other way around. I feel like I need to do Hilltowns at least once. Yeah. I've never done it. You should not upgrade. It's also a killer deal. It's like $40 for yeah. a full yeah. like a death Actually, march road race. I'll probably do it just because the riding is so good. Like you get dropped and it's just a sick training route. Dude, we can camp. I got a six spot in Dalton. Maybe I can. Uh, right. Okay, this is just personal stuff. And this, end it. <laughs> okay, uh, thank you for listening to the Scrubs. Wait, we're going to outro that? That's how you outro? There's no, like, wrap-up? There's nothing? Uh, it's usually Kenny saying, <laughs> this is Kenny. I just feel know, like the, this is kind of, like, kind of quick. Oh, yeah. Um. So back when I, well, back in my day, we used to just ramble for two hours. We did ramble. Okay, next, next, okay, coming to you next time. We'll have some hot content. Yeah. From the first collegiate race of the year, guaranteed to see Glenn pee on some people and bring home the W. Uh, then we'll also have some opening non-collegiate races. We'll have maybe one more hat for Mikey and, and Brian. Uh, and Brian. Yep. And. Uh, we, I think that's pretty much it. We'll see uh, how things start to pan out. You know, hopefully this third nor'easter doesn't wreck us. But uh, I think peace. that's it. Oh, rip in peace. Anyways, so right. over and out, people. Thank you for listening to the Kenny McNeil Scrub Zone Cycling Podcast. Deuces.